With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moment. She is going to join us on the old telephone. And we are going to go to Gwen Cooper, who is going to join us here in just a few seconds. And I believe there is Gwen Cooper. How are you, Gwen? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I am glad that uh, we've got you back on the program today. Uh, We have got a tremendous guest joining us here on our program. She is a household name in feline circles, and uh, she's penned several best-selling books. Centered around cats, the fabulous Gwen Cooper is with us today here on the telephone. And uh, you know what? What is what is really? I just live in a weird world. <laughs> I just weird live in a weird, you live in a weird world. Weird world. Um, you, you know, I, I I I go to these I I I go to these like these these conventions where I meet all these various people that I've either had on the radio program or we've done video interviews or whatever with them. And I was reading uh, a book. I've got a book that I've been reading fairly recently. And on the back of it, you're quoted. And I'm like, you know, I live in a weird, weird world. It was it was a it was it was a Jackson Galaxy book. It was one it one it one one of Jackson. He's one of my favorite people, actually. Yes, I uh, I last year I was uh, intrepidly uh, on a mission to interview that guy, and we finally got it done. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I I my cats will not play with any other toys but Jackson Galaxy toys. And so, really? <laughs> yes. Do you think it's, it's because of the name, the, the name recognition? Do you think, or are they brand I, loyal to Jackson Galaxy? I'm not sure what the heck that's all about. It is, it is a strange deal. I, uh, I have all, all sorts of things. Like, uh, well, one, one of the things that uh, Peter the cat loves doing is uh, watching Jackson Galaxy on video. Just watching YouTube is just obsessed with Jackson Galaxy. I, I don't know. It's it's the strangest deal. But the, like I said, the other day I was reading his book and I'm and I'm like turned over the back and you're quoted and I'm like, this is the strangest thing. <laughs> I know all these damn people. <laughs> well, you know, I, I will say this actually. This is interesting and this is true. So, so first of all, right, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sound very cool when I say Jackson Galaxy came to my house. That's awesome. And gave us and gave us some cat toys. <laughs> uh, and my cats are actually, so my first generation cats did not care. They were like your cats. They were so not into cat toys. Yeah. These cats, the two that I live with now, are obsessed. They're like little kids. They love cat toys. They just like knowing that it's for them. They don't even necessarily want to play, but they like them. They're like, gimme, 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 gimme. Um, so they, they love cat toys. One of the Jackson Galaxy toys that we got, my cat Clayton liked so much, that we actually had to take it out of the rotation because it was making him... Taking it out of the rotation. Right, like he was getting really (laughs) possessive and mean. And he's he's the sweetest cat. But he developed this growl, like like a puppy. 
growling. Whenever wow. anyone else tried to like take it or get near it or play with it, and we're like, all right, I, obviously this this toy is is laced with crack or something. <laughs> and uh, it, it is, you know, making my cat compulsive and mean. And uh, I mean, so I don't, you know, you could take that, I guess, as as a um, it, it was it was like one of those like the bird toys, you know, with the, the stick with the long string and then something attached at the end. Yes, yes, indeed. And, um, <laughs> and you could take that as, I guess, either a recommendation or not. Like my cat did like loved it. He loved it a little too much. So maybe a slightly saner cat, you know, could <laughs> love it in a healthier way. Um, but it did make him really happy, you know. It, it, just, um, awesome. it made him a little, got him a little too wound up. We have got the uh, fabulous Gwen Cooper with us today. She joins us live here in her broadcast. If you're looking for a true cat lover, look no further than the Jersey City, New Jersey's own Gwen Cooper. And uh, she's with us today here on the telephone. And so you have done a heck of a lot in, in the world of uh, cats and literary things. Um, what, what, was, what was putting your first book together like for you? Because you've written several. Yeah, I've written a bunch of books. Um, well, my very first book actually had nothing to do with cats, Um and and I'm not so you know but but if we're talking about the, the beginning of my writing career yeah yes, um, yes. I actually I launched my career and this is true you know and and people write to me all the time like how can I get my book published and how can I be a writer like you and they don't believe or I think they think I'm being mean spirited or something when I tell them this because this is actually how I got started I got started by googling how to get a book published that's, you know, that's, that's fabulous. I mean, truly, I, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anything. I didn't have friends in the industry or connections or anything like that. I was sitting down. I was writing. I was working on, on my first book, which didn't have anything to do with cats. But um, by when I got to the point where I was like, all right, you know what? I'm actually, this isn't going to be one of those things I start and don't finish. I'm actually going to finish writing this. I Googled how to get a book published, and I learned that you, if you wanted to get it published by a real publisher, you needed to have an agent. So then I Googled how to get a literary agent, and I read a bunch of stuff about, and, and I did the things that the how-to books and articles told you to do, and I... That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh-oh. We lost her. Finally got my first okay. offer. Um, I had a real system. I had a bunch of letters printed up, and yes. they were personalized to each individual agent. As soon as I got a rejection, I put another one in the mail. So that, at the you know, I always had like at least five out there being considered by you know five agents. And as soon as I got the rejection, I put another one in the mail. Um, and it's actually a good way to not linger too long on any one rejection, you know. Um, and that that was, but that was how I got started. I googled, and I always give this advice to people who write to me: How can I become a writer? Not because I'm trying to brush them off. But because there is such a wealth of information out there, there's nothing that I could put into one email that is going to be as beneficial as some of the articles that you will find in an instant, you know, from people who do this professionally, who explain this professionally to aspiring writers. Um, but but it is, you know, it, it is an attainable dream. You 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 know yes. you. If that's something you really want, again, I really do want to emphasize. I did not have friends in publishing. Or anything I, you know, I was writing to strangers, um, cold calling, basically. And uh, I think that is, I think that is tremendous that that you were able to to make that work. Um, 
just uh, the credit goes to Google, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> more Google's more Google's doing than mine. You know, Google provided all this information and all I had to do was follow the directions. Well, I I think the fact that, that you've been able to you were able to do all that, uh, because that the, there are a lot of people that they would not have your I I I I guess spunk or or um, hard workingness to make that work. So, can 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 you hear us, Gwen? Are you still with us there? Or did we lose yes, you? I, wait, I, I'm still here. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. We're in the middle of a blizzard here in, in New Jersey. Hey, that's so, that's uh, that that's that that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so uh, so. Where do you see your your writing career going? Uh, you know, within the next couple of years. I'm sorry, I'm, I missed. I only heard like every other word. Your writing career. Where do you see it going in the next couple of years? Yeah, so I'm actually making kind of a shift to um, to self publishing. That is a turn that I took um, over the course of the last year. And that's really because, you know, the one thing that I learned sort of um, during quarantine is that I can produce a lot of work more quickly than traditional publishers can can get it out there for me. Um, That, and and I have a a large following on social media these days. And so I am working on a couple of different, like three different series of books. Um, one of them is a cozy mystery series, actually, uh, that will be starring Homer, my, my blind cat. Um, yes. Homer, who done it, mystery series. <laughs> and <laughs> Homer will use his heightened, you know, because he, he was a blind cat, he had these really heightened other senses. And so he's going to use those heightened senses to help solve murders in a small town. And so the first book is called You Only Live Nine Times. And it will be coming out in June of this year. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited about it. I, you know, I'm also working on, on some more mem. I have another memoir um, or, you know, like, like like true stories about my cat, kind of a sequel to My Life in a Cat House. And that will also be coming out this year. Um, so just a lot of fun stuff on the horizon. But I am, I'm very much looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. We have got a... Great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. So, what, what, what is you know? You brought this up a second ago, just just in in, in passing. What, what what do you make of the blizzard and the snow and everything out there in New Jersey? I you know it's been snowing since Sunday continuously. Um, that that's a pretty that's a lot of snow. That's a long time for it to snow. You know, I did grow up in Florida, but I've been living up here. Actually, this week, it's exactly 20 years. 20 years this week that since I moved to New York. Um, so it seems like it's been snowing for a long time. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure how to answer. I, I still get very excited about snow because I come from Florida. Um, that's great. The cats are not as excited about it because... You know, it's just more wet stuff getting tracked in. They don't like getting their, their paws wet when, yeah. you know, Lawrence and I go out and we come back in and we leave, like, little puddles on the floor and, and it doesn't make the cats very excited yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, but, it's, uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a winter wonderland here these days. <laughs> so uh, if, if you were to give some advice to people that are getting into the business of writing, what, what would you tell them? 
Ooh, um, <laughs> so he's gonna go find find something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's it's, right. it's always what writers say, right? That's right. So, uh, the one thing I will say that is a little bit tougher today, uh, or at least a little bit different than when I was starting out, is that there is much more emphasis placed on social media. And that's not just after you're published. That's when you're trying to get that initial deal, when you're trying to get agent interest. Um, it is something you hear a lot of. Publishers want to know, does this person have an Instagram following? Do they have a quote-unquote platform? How many followers do they have? So, you know, I'm not going to say that if you don't have 50,000 Instagram followers, you should not bother thinking about becoming a writer. But I will say that it does behoove everyone. You know, writing is a very solitary occupation, and I understand um, that it's something a lot of people, it was certainly something that I did on my own and would not have necessarily wanted to communicate with other people about online while I was in process, you know, while I was working on that first book. But I would definitely encourage people to start building those relationships, you know, join some online groups, join some Facebook groups, follow people, authors, writers, um, reviewers who you admire on Instagram, Start integrating yourself into those communities because you will find that they are incredibly valuable resources for you once the writing is finished and you are looking to get something published. And then once you have the publishing deal to getting it promoted, um, that's something that's just very, you know, that, that is one thing you is not necessarily that you're going to find with a Google search um, that, that's going to be a little bit more time intensive on social media, but it's worth doing. That's awesome. So uh, w- w- what is... What is uh, some of the different feedback and criticism and, and everything you've gotten on your books over the years? Oh, <laughs> well, so I will say that I'm, I'm incredibly lucky that most of the feedback that I've gotten, both from professional and uh, reviewers and, and just readers, has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, I think it's because I, I am a genuine animal, animal lover, writing for genuine animal lovers, and, and so we're all kind of a very supportive community for each other. Um, having said that, there are, of course, you know, there, there are definitely um, readers who feel that I focus, that, I, that I, I'm too obsessed, that I talk too much about my cats. Um, there are readers who, who, you know, conversely don't think I talk enough about the cats in the book. They resent any part of the books where I'm talking about me or the people in my life as opposed to the cat. Um, I, I, there was, with, when Homer's Honesty came out, there was a contingency, a very small, a vocal minority of reviewers who thought that it was really messed up that, you know, during September 11th, I lived three blocks from the World Trade Center, and I ended up being trapped, you know, my cats were trapped in my apartment, and I was trapped on the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge, and it took me three days to get back to them. Um, you know, to get them out of there, to get them food and water and, and all of that stuff. There was a certain contingent of readers who felt that it was really messed up that after September 11th I was thinking about my cat. Um, I'm still not sure what they feel I should have done over that 72-hour period. <laughs> yes, that's You know, that would have been some me. practical benefit to other people. I, I had had to run, you know, I was running for my life over the Brooklyn Bridge with literally nothing but the clothes on my back. Yes. You know, at a certain point... I mean, after look, you know, in college, you spend one night out at the fraternity house. You want to go home the next day to for like clean clothes and and a shower. And I was out of my house for three days, so I was you know, very anxious to get home. Uh, for for many reasons, the cats were certainly the most pressing. But it's not like otherwise I would have been like ah home schmome, you know. Um, yeah. I was, I wanted to make sure I still had a home that was well, that too. So. 
Yeah, anyway, uh, I mean, that, that's getting off a little bit of tangent. So. No, 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 you're good, you're good, I, I love that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, that's, that's what I wanted, I, I, I wanted to, wanted some, some details, so that's awesome. So, yeah, put, put, a, put a couple of drinks into me, and you'll, you'll hear my real opinion of the, the, the 9-11 cat truthers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ones who, uh, who, who feel that, that I was a monster for being concerned with my cat. <laughs> that is tremendous. I did, I did not know that that, um, that existed, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to know that it does. <laughs> Like the lowest, man, the lowest form of virtue signaling. You know, I think it's like the cheese wizard of virtue. Like, like it's not actual virtue, but it's a virtue-like product. I mean, these are people who, you know, themselves did not do anything of any particular importance for other people or, or animals following September 11th, but they get closer to having done something virtuous by criticizing the thing that I did. You know, the person who actually did something yeah. to help someone, yeah. e even if who I was helping was my cat. And, you know, again, myself, I was trying not to be well, like a, a ward of the state, being homeless and clothing with and, and that sort of thing. Um, anyway, see, now, now I'm getting mad. Why am I getting mad? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 20, it's 20 years after September 11th, and it's after the book came out. I'm still getting mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> It is uh, Gwen Cooper with us today. She is amazing, and uh, I, I am glad that uh, we, we've got her on the uh, the program today. Um, I, I love. I always love getting the the, the phone call from Irwin uh, after he books certain guests because he always calls me up and he always has all these things to say. And like he, he called me today, and he was like, "Have you seen the emails?" And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> And he's like, I got you Gwen Cooper. She is fantastic. And he just starts putting you over. And then he mentions the thing about the, he's like, uh, do they know what a cat house is out there in Kansas? <laughs> I said, yes, I know what a cat house is. And he goes, I just always thought that's a funny line. <laughs> Well, and, and I should clarify for the listeners, so I, I do have a book called My Life in a Cat. Yes, uh, yes. You know, the Love Laughter Living with Five Felines. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a play on words, but by cat house, I, of course, mean a, a house with actual cats in it and, yes. and not a house of ill repute. <laughs> it is an important distinction. I, I don't want some of your listeners to be horrified and some of your other listeners to perhaps be very excited for the wrong reason and then get the book and be like, wait a second. <laughs> well, and I'll, and I'll tell you that, that the, the, the way, the way uh, this, this radio broadcast works is that you're right. We would have both ends of the spectrum on that. Because, uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, How, dare How dare you? It is. It is. It is. You know, what, what, what is always fun and, and you, you, you kind of halfway, Set me up for this, which is good. Uh, but uh, when we go when we go out to Vegas every year, except for obviously this year, um, for the uh, for the AVNs for the Adult Video News Awards, or as I like to call them, the Porn Awards, um, there's a lot of these a lot of these ladies will bring their cats with them to the to the event. And they've always, some of them, you know, it, it's just the cat. And then there's some of them that they dress them up in outfits. They have little areas for them. <laughs> I, I actually 
actually have a lot of porn actresses, a lot of cat-loving porn actresses yes. who follow me on social media. Yes. That, that is actually true. <laughs> uh, my husband has pointed this out. I'm, I'm not going to ask how he knows. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. I, I do have... Um, quite a few porn, uh, you know, adult actresses yes. who, who follow me on, on Facebook and Twitter, who are Facebook friends, um, and, uh, yeah, who are, who are very into, not just into their own cats, who are actually very committed to animal rescue yes. and, and yes. are part of, uh, you know, I mean, really work very hard on, on to, to draw attention to animal rescue causes and... Hey, you know, that's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, it's great stuff. It's funny that you're at ADN every year. My husband is usually at CES at the same time. I know those two shows. I <laughs> uh, uh, have, have sort of an unholy union. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. He's, uh, He's there not to engage with with the porn stars. But, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm sure that the two of you possibly crossed paths at some point. We probably have, you know, when when and 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 I probably noticed. And did and, and and probably did not register or anything because there was one time we were walking through the Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock there 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 for the AVNs and I happened to bump into a professional wrestler Rob Van Dam and I just commonly was like, "Hey RVD," and then something in my head went, "Go back and get a photo, you moron." So <laughs> there there it is a, it is a strange strange world. That uh, that that I inhabit here, but uh, Gwen, before we let you go, my friend, you have been fabulous as always. Um, where do we get your books? How do we get in touch with you on the web? Everything else? Yeah, so the best place to go is to um, well, two places: either GwenCooper.com and that's W E N C O O P E R dot com. That's my website. It has my contact form, uh, my books. Um, you can also just go straight to, to Amazon and look for my author page. Get them Gwen Cooper, so just look for books by Gwen Cooper, and you will certainly find the, the latest and greatest. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, you are tremendous as always. Thank you for doing this. Uh, I always enjoy chatting with you, and uh, I, I, I just thought it was uh, great today when... Uh, when Erwin had sent had sent me the information and I knew he was going to be chatting with you again, so you are great. And uh, by the way, um, have, bringing up bringing up the Vegas thing, um, yes. have you have you seen this? What the hell is it? I think it's a statue. This cat statue that this guy made in Vegas. No, I guess I, I, I guess he was. Heard about I no. guess he was part of Cat Camp one year with Jackson Galaxy. It all comes back to okay. Jackson Galaxy, and this guy we has. We, we call this a callback. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He has this cat statue in Vegas, and I was not able to make enough time a couple years ago to get over to do this interview and and see this cat statue, but when you, you brought up the Vegas thing and everything, I thought, have you seen the cat statue? <laughs> I, I have not, but I feel like now I, I need to add it to my bucket list. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually do enjoy going to Vegas. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to get to go again, given the way the world is these days. 
But I'm, I'm like, as soon as, literally, as soon as I hang up the phone with you, I'm going to go Google that. Because I do not know anything about it, but it sounds like something I for sure need to know about. Uh, okay. What I have here, and I don't even know if this, this is the right one. Uh, apparently, I don't think this is the right one. No, this is not the right one. This, 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 this thing I'm looking at is definitely not the right one. Apparently, it, it, it's a really cool looking deal. And I would love to uh, to go see this, but th- this is not what what uh, what I'm meaning. But apparently there is something called the Lucky Cat exhibit at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. That that's not what I'm what 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 I'm talking about. But apparently that exists it might be too. A whole different thing. That that apparently it's, it's this giant cat statue that um, apparently is made out of glass. I did not know I'm that this... We're going to have to look for that. But the, the thing I'm talking about is the giant licking cat. It is... Giant licking cat. Yes. Okay. It is, where is it? Where is it located? Is it like at someone's house or is it at one of uh, It is... It was... Uh, Jesse Smigel did it, and it is a 10 feet high with its tongue out. It is... Uh, it was unveiled. It's, it's basically called Snowball, and uh, it is in Vegas on Coolidge Avenue. <laughs> well, that's so, a hot tip for sure. I would just and look up Snowball in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. Yes, I would just look up Snowball in Vegas and you'll get all your information. <laughs> or, or something about a snowball in hell. Well, that too. You know. That too. <laughs> well, Gwen, once again, it's been tremendous. I appreciate the time and... Uh, I will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on the show. You do the same. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. We'll talk soon. There she goes. And we are going to go to Sandra Lee here in just a few seconds. And uh, before we do that, we are going to take a 60-second timeout. And when I come back, I'm going to attempt, if I don't knock everything off here... We are going to go to Sandra Lee here in just a few seconds. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. When we come back, Sandra Lee coming up here on our World Banks. Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Download the iHeartRadio app to hear us live as live can get. Search J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.